0: Chapter 14 of From France to Scandinavia by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Increasing the Baby Crop All France is now planning new ways for saving the babies and increasing the crop. The facts I have given in the preceding chapter have stirred up the French government, the captains of industry, the intellectuals, and even the peasants, and all are at work on the problem. For years, the government has been enacting laws with a view to increasing the French population. Some time ago, it passed one, which gave an annual allowance for every poor family, which had more than three children. The amount of the allowance, which was fixed by the communes, ranged from 11 to $17 a head. Later on, bills were introduced into the French Senate, making physical education compulsory for girls as well as for boys, and this included plans to acquire lands and buildings to be used for physical training. Another law sought to modify the marriage code so that one could marry without the consent of his parents and grandparents, and another proposed that the word obey be taken out of the woman's part of the marriage contract. To the latter, many of the women's journals were especially hostile, declaring that it would lead to anarchy in the home. The Department of Ardennes in northern France has adopted an ordinance which is being urged elsewhere in the country by the National Alliance for increasing the population of France. Under this measure, the unmarried mother may conceal her identity, for any woman may enter a public maternity hospital, have her baby, and leave the institution with her child without having revealed her name. The prospective mother need only fill out a form giving her name, address, place of birth, and age together with the name and address of the person she wishes notified in case of her death. This is sealed up in a numbered envelope and the hospital authorities know the woman only by her number. The association takes the ground that France needs babies too badly to neglect any mothers, whether married or unmarried. Other laws have been suggested. One is the taxation of bachelors and another the taxation of married men who have not become fathers. There is a movement to curtail the taxes on the large families, and in some places gold medals are given for more babies. For some years, the Department of the Seine has been assisting poor mothers until their children reach the age of three years, and more recently has granted a premium of 200 francs per annum to such women as nurse their own babies. Almost half the illegitimate children of France are abandoned by their parents and tens of thousands of legitimate babies die through preventable causes. For this reason, the Ministry of Health has opened one large maternity hospital and is providing funds for another. It is giving allowances for convalescent mothers and is doing much to safeguard babies against death and disease. France has some of the largest foundling asylums of the world. There is one in Paris which until now has been surpassed only by the great orphan asylum of Moscow. It has many thousand times more babies than were slaughtered by Herod at Bethlehem, and it costs several million dollars a year to keep the little nobodies alive. The institution has been in existence for more than two centuries. It was once managed by the nuns, but is now under the government. There is a little Moses basket, a sort of revolving tray set in one of the windows opening on the street on which a mother can lay her baby and by a whirl put it inside without herself being detected. The child is then taken as a member of the institution. It is given a name and if in any way the place of birth or the name of its father and mother can be obtained, these are put on a tag, a strip of parchment which is tied around the child's arm. The babies are kept in the refuge no longer than is absolutely necessary and then sent out to board or given away to those who will take them. Nurses who are in great demand have their railroad fares paid into Paris. There are always more babies than nurses, and at one time every nurse was given a choice of six babies. Some of the babies are kept on one cow's milk, and goats and even donkeys add to the feeding supply. Since the war, boy babies are the most popular and the orphan children of France have been more than ever carefully nourished. Private individuals are doing much to increase the baby supply. A notable instance is that of Monsieur and Madame Cognac, who some time ago gave a quarter of a million dollars to establish 90 awards for every large family among the poor which has had at least nine children. All the children must be living, or any who have died, must have surrendered their lives for France. This man and his wife also gave another $100,000 to make 100 awards of $1,000 each to couples under 30 years of age who have as many as five children. I have heard of a landlord here in Paris who accepts as tenants only married couples with children and gives the mother of every baby born in his house the sum of $2, a chicken and a supply of coal for the winter. There is another patriot in the department of haute saone who recently called the married men of his town together, promising each 20 francs for every child after the fourth. The mother had to bring out the children and show that all were her own. I'm told that more than 100 mothers came forward to claim the reward, and that altogether they had 816 children. There are a number of industrial corporations which are contributing to increase the birth rate. One has a fund that gives every married man among its employees an average of two francs a day for each child. An association of linen manufacturers is paying a supplementary wage of about $2 a month to families having one child under 13 years of age and $5 a month to families having two children. The extra wage goes on increasing until it reaches a maximum of $420 a year where there are seven children or more. Since I came to France, I have occasionally bought some of the newspapers devoted to the increase of the baby crop. One of these entitled, Marriage Lies Before Me. It is issued twice a month. Of the shape of the ordinary magazine, it has 40 pages, of which more than 20 are taken up with advertisements sent in by the subscribers. While their subscription lasts, those who subscribe have the right to advertise For wives or husbands to the extent of 15 words in each issue. If they wish to use more space, they pay five cents for each additional word. The advertisements are numbered and all correspondence goes on through numbers and not by names, the magazine being the mailbox. Since the current numbers run from 32,000 to 91,000, I judge some business is done. To show what the advertisements are like, I shall translate Several chosen at random. Professor twenty-eight has three adopted children. Would like to correspond with marriage in view with a person interested in pedagogy. Young nice girl, tall brunette, serious, likes housework. Would marry a serious, affectionate, hard-working man from twenty-nine to thirty-five. Colonel's widow, without children, fifty, young in spirit, earning twenty-five thousand francs a year. Will have one hundred thousand. Would marry honorable man of position and fortune. The articles in the magazine, many of which are by prominent writers, relate to marriage in one form or another, and to the necessity of increasing the French population. End of chapter fourteen.